now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. Hi, and welcome to the Week 10 Recap, Week 11 Preview of the Butter and Bacon Fantasy Football League. I am your Commissioner Dean, as always, joined by our color commentator, Paulie. Paulie, how are you doing today? I am fresh off the bye. <laughs> yeah, the way your team played last week, it might have been a bye for oh, Let's start there. Yeah. Start to start with that one? Yes. We'll get, we'll get the pain out early. I'll yeah. tell you what, this was, this was not a great game, but there were some fantastic Week 10 games. We're going to get to those in a second. Yeah, However, we will, but we're going to start with the terrible ones first. Um, as yeah. predicted by yours truly, the Fran Dogs get their second career victory. A 104-1 to 65-5. I'm going to call it a thrashing of your music marauders. Yeah, they thrashed me pretty good. Um, all of my good players run a bye, um, basically. Uh, we said Devontae Parker would be big, um, said that Brandon Marshall would get his. You predicted a big game for the kicker, Bailey. Yup. Um, yeah, he, <laughs> he did. Uh, he had like, uh, he had like I want to say 10. Uh, yeah, but I want to say he had 10 of those by halftime. So I was already yeah. terrified. Um, I said I needed at least 40 from Hogan and Edelman. Nope. And uh, I said... Zero part of the 40. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, and uh, I said that Blake Bortles would get some awesome garbage time points. And he did! But it, it didn't matter. Because no one else did anything. So, yeah. Congrats. <laughs> congrats, Andrew. Sent you my congratulatory tweet earlier today. Nice work. There you go. Uh, by the way, uh, your kicker got waived this week. Yeah, I know. Uh, I already, next. I already have him. So, <laughs> doubt. The Snuggly Ducklings pull off the win over the Dixie Landings Alligators, one thirty-nine to one thirty. Good game. Yeah, uh, we we actually called at the beginning. We said that Tennessee was sneaky good. Those Titans, um, they put a thrashing on Green Bay. Um, got to watch a, a good deal of that game on uh, Red Zone. Um, said that all Demarco Murray. Are you kidding me? DeMarco Murray throwing for a touchdown pass to Delaney Walker, of which we said was one of the solid tight ends. And we said that Broncos defense might get negative points. Nope. Yeah, that, that was crazy. I mean, <laughs> four, it's, it's hard to put up 14 fantasy points in a game where you allow over 20 in scoring. It, it, it uh, really the, is. <laughs> and, and, and it's helped a lot by the blocked extra point and returned for two-point conversion. I mean, I think that yeah, play that right crazy. there was five points. So, That's yeah. Cool. Um, I picked the Ducklings. You picked the Alligators. Nice job. Thank you. All right. Make it pink with a pretty sound victory. 124.5 to 91 over the Norwegian oil rigs. We were completely split on Mark Ingram. You said it would be tough going and wouldn't be have many points. I said that Mark Ingram would be solid and get a long touchdown towards the end. Uh, we were kind of split. <laughs> yeah, 8-3, eight, eight, probably a little below average game, but not, not terrible. Just yeah, not, not terrible, just not great. Um, you said that Reed might be the best tight end in football. Mm. Not this week. Not this week. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, you you also predicted that Gurley would break his funk <laughs> and rush for at least 100 yards against the Jets defense. He actually did not have a good game. Again. No, he had an, Ingr- he had an Ingram-like game. He did. <laughs> he did. Uh, Gurley hasn't broken 85 yards yet this season. So No. We're um, and like then waiting for his. Right, and you did say that J.H.I. would have a solid performance. Um, yup, I would say so. Yeah. Solid. Not, double not, not great. Solid. Yeah. And uh, as for the picks, you picked the oil rigs, and I picked Kristen with Make It Pink. There you go. 
You're doing a nice job on the pick so far, Polly. Yeah, keep going. I think you're going to get the next one right, because I uh, had a 30-point victory over my favorite team, the Monkey, with a 147-117 win. Yeah, uh, I picked the Monkey to win. You picked yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You said no luck and no Jones, so it was the Ryan Tannehill show. Uh, He actually had a serviceable performance, um, actually, particularly in a bye week. Um, You know, I don't think you can ask really for more. Um, He he had a pretty good game, uh, considering. You said that Johnson would be huge. Tyler Eifert, I watched (laughs) that first touchdown. 70-something yard catch on the first play. Actually, no, it, it wasn't a touchdown, I don't think. No, he got ran down from you. Yeah, that's right. On the one. Um, uh, Sanders at New Orleans would be big. um, And the Pats D would be giving up a lot of yards, but no points. Um, mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Graham. They did the uh, Baldwin. (laughs) They did the Baldwin, but. uh, Three touchdowns. (laughs) Yeah. Holy cow. Um, And then I said that Carson Palmer would have a very good game. And sure enough, Carson Palmer did. He did, but you know what? Dak Prescott with 31 on the bench. Dak Prescott might be a weekly start. Can't, can't bench Dak. Dak actually, in my mind, is very, very, very considered for MVP of the league this year for the NFL. Absolutely. Tony Romo got uh, would vote for him. As he should. That was a great speech, by the way. Yeah, it was. All right, moving on. In the don't forget to sub out your bye week kicker game, the closest game I think we've had all season because you can't get much closer. No. 107.6 yes. for the tap room, 107.4 for the kickerless Scots Cruisers. That's fantastic. What a and game. We both picked the Cruisers to win, so if you put in a freaking oh, kicker, Scott. we would have been right. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Matt Ryan to Torch Philly. Hmm. No. Uh, 18 is no, a solid game, but not for him. It's not, not a torch. Sure. No, he's been doing 30, 40 points. Said Odell Beckham Jr. would have a great game. Uh, yeah, he did. Um, definitely. Definitely had a big game for the Giants. Uh, New Orleans defense. Uh, I think we overestimated how good they would be against Denver's offense. Um, although, I mean, really, it was it was the Denver defense that scored points. So, you know, you can't really hold that against them. Um, Rivers would match Matt Ryan's point total. How we do on that one? Hey, we did well on that one, despite Rivers with four interceptions. Four interceptions? Wow, but 320 and three scores puts him up over 24 points. He outscored Matt Ryan by six, which was obviously in a game where you win by point two was huge. Yeah, no, that really is. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so as we said, we both picked the Cruisers without the kicker. Dude. Yeah, uh, one thing that we should mention here is the first trade of our league happened. And uh, the tap room and I swapped players. Yes. So I sent him Lamar Miller, who didn't, you know, had a, I'll call it mediocre game, 8.3. And he gave me Jordy Nelson, who was a monster. Yes. <laughs> so uh, had we not made a deal, he would have won by much more. But yeah, when, when you don't have the kicker in there, it's hard to get the win. It really is. Uh, a game that we'd be talking about as being a ridiculously close game if it wasn't <laughs> just slightly less close <laughs> than the other one. It's crazy. The badass with a monster win, 125.7 to 125.2 over the totally radical Islam. Yeah, really, it came down to, um, you know, AJ Green and Andy Dalton. Uh, mm-hmm. Said that Dalton yeah. would have a huge game against the porous Giants defense. Nope. <laughs> Green did, though. Green did, but he was the only one. Um, this is also where uh, we we said that we we being me said that Gronkowski would have three touchdowns. I said zero. 
you did say zero. Um, I also said that um, in our text message during the game that since he had two penalties called against him in the end zone, and then he really should have had a penalty called on him in the end zone, that counts as three touchdowns. <laughs> and then he got concussed, and uh, no! Bennett, Bennett had a big day. So. He, he, he had a punctured lung. Oh, is that what it was? Yes! Oh. Crazy. He might only miss one game, because I'm convinced he's actually a Terminator sent from the future. Yeah, he might be cyborg. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it really, that, that come-from-behind victory got me the win by picking the badass over totally radical Islam. Very nice. Which All is right, what our, you picked. Of course I did. And our last game of the day, or the week, Dapper Donald's, a very solid uh, performance, 152. I think that was the highest score of the week. Tucker's Luck with a tough luck, uh, 136.1 in a loss. Yeah, that was tough. Um, we were looking at the bye weeks, and uh, I believe the quote I have written down here, who the F is the bench? Um, because we didn't know who anybody was. Uh, we did say that Funches would have a good game. Holy crap! He did. That's good. I told you. Um, I that ended. I ended our prediction saying indoor breeze. He actually had a really good game. Indoor breeze. Um, Devonte Freeman was picked by you to have a good game. Yeah, not so much. No, eleven. Solid. Yeah, solid. Uh, you know, into the double digits. You know, if if he Larry can... Legend. Larry Legend was lived up to his name. He just kept making catches and kept making catches and kept making catches. It was tremendous. Antonio Brown. Demarius Thomas, before we switch sides, Demarius Thomas with 23. It's yeah. maybe his mark of the year. That's a good game for him. Yeah, and, and you did call that out specifically, um, Demarius Thomas having the edge there. Um, and I said that Antonio Brown would have the high score. You would be right. Yep. Ben goes to the well. And he goes to the well, and he goes to the well. And it worked for Antonio Brown. <laughs> and by the way, not, not not suggesting the kicker would put up 16, but Tucker's luck kickerless this week lost by 16. You never what know. is with the kickers? Anyway, enough. I pick, Who did we pick? I pick Tucker's luck. You pick the Donald. All right. Before we move on to our Week 11 preview, let's... Yeah, uh, let's- Update those standings, because if I counted there correctly, I think you had a good week. Uh, no, I'm actually three and four. Huh. Picks. And uh, you were three and four. For the oh, picks. so. <laughs> so it's a I just focus that. I, I feel like everyone I got wrong, you got right. So I, I thought you were uh, gaining ground. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, we both picked incorrectly twice. Nice. So that's it. Um, and you were still plus five. So kudos to you. And now on to next week. All right, let's start with the Shoreline Tap Room taking on Project Badass, uh, coming off a very solid performance. Yeah. And uh, Rivers going on the bye this week for the Tap Room, so they're going to have to go to the bench, and Joe Flacco stepping in. And much like my Tannehill situation last week, not a great backup, but a great backup when you can get him to come in on your bye week against a subpar defense, and I think that's what the Cowboys are right now in the passing defense. So I think Flacco could have a good performance. He's not going to have a big bend against Cleveland performance, which is what he's seeing on the other side of the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's, that's not a terrible matchup for the taproom. Uh, I love Amari Cooper. He's back in the lineup along with Robinson, so it's still a very strong set of receivers. Uh, had an argument with a, a friend in my other league about whether Des Bryant is a wide receiver one at this point anymore. anymore. And mm. I'd argue he's not. And I'd argue in this game uh, he is at best, the third best receiver on the field. So I think the Badass are going to be a little bit deficient at the wide receiver. Uh, Proceeds coming in for the flex position. Christine Michael waved by the Seahawks. Yeah. What's up yeah, with just, that? 
flat out, flat out cut. Sergeant and I running guess back. Oh, this yeah. guy's back from injury. You're waved. Yes, that, <laughs> oh, that's that's rough. I, I wonder if there's other things going on there. There's gotta be. I mean, they're coming off a couple good performances. He gets waved, so I think Proceeds could have a nice game coming in at flex. But uh, on the strength of those wideouts, even with the backup quarterback, I'm going to go with the tap room. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, look at looking looking at the uh, lineup just to. On a couple things you didn't. Um, Project Badass currently has the Packers defense against Washington. Washington may be the most well-rounded team, not named Dallas, in the NFC playing right now. Um, their running game is good. Their quarterback play is good. Their wide receivers are good. Their defense is good, and their special teams is good. So I don't know if the Packers D is going to put up the 7.6 um, as predicted. He still has Gronkowski in the lineup. As I said, punctured lung, probably not going to play. Um, Probably not going to play next week either. Um, so he's going to have to come out. And looking down at the bench uh, for tight ends, mm, nah, might have to pick something up. Looking at the waiver wire yeah, for tight ends. Yeah, yeah really? <laughs> um, you know, again, uh, I, I, I just think the uh, the shoreline tap room, you know, we've been saying they've been kind of the Patriots of our league all season. And much like the Patriots, lately have looked a little a little weak, but, but I think they have a bounce back week. And, you know, I while well, Picking against the badass, they do have Catanzaro as kicker uh, for Arizona, and they're up in Minnesota. Uh, you know, Minnesota is, uh, yeah, their defense is about all that team has really going right now. But they have Carl Anthony Towns. He's the next what? Duncan. What? The uh, Amy? Yeah. Hi. Amy? Yeah. Why are you on our football podcast? Oh, I don't know either. I hate football. <laughs> I'd say while you're here, I mean, Anthony Towns probably could block a few field goals. Well, yeah, he's got the the wingspan. It's like seven foot wingspan. I, <laughs> I think awesome. he could probably he could probably you know get a couple a couple of uh, what is it what is it when they kick and they try to put it through the the two the the fork with the two prongs? What is that? <laughs> kick a field goal. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, that he could probably just like reach up and not even jump and like snatch it right out of the air. Uh, well, thank thanks for chiming in on on the on the game here, Amy. Yeah, I'll let you guys get back to your egg ball, grass run, pigskin, <laughs> cleat foot, cleat foot. Yeah, <laughs> I'll let you get back to that. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Well. No, that's fine. All right, so moving on. Totally Radical Islam. I'm going to take on the Dapper Donalds, and I'm scanning down nobody currently on by, so <laughs> we should have full lineups. Uh, but uh, Radical Islam's got an interesting decision to make. Andy Dalton taking on your Buffalo Bills at quarterback, or go back to Derek Carr taking on a pretty tough Houston defense. Uh, they are both projected at the 20-point mark, so I think he's going to end up with Carr, but I'll be curious to see what he does there. And uh, LaShawn McCoy definitely should come off the pine and oh, yeah. at the running back spot. So uh, this game will probably be closer than the 9.3 spread they're predicting right now. Um, but to me, as much as I love the you know AJ Green player, AJ Green in Buffalo is going to be a little bit tough. That's and in Cincinnati, I, though. Oh, that's true. Okay, I'm, I was thinking the game was in Buffalo. You're right. It is. A, it is a home game there, so it's a little bit better for him. But yep. I still think he'll struggle to reach that 20 point mark that they're predicting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who I think is going to go berserk is Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. And Le'Veon, it's like it's a silly thing to say because he's a top five player. But there's top five player, and then there's top five player at Cleveland. 
Mm-hmm. And much like David Johnson last week, uh, I don't think Bell's going to be contained. He is one of those running backs that's a dual threat. He does get the lion's share of the carries. Uh, he'll break 30. And I think if, you know, this is going to be road Drew Brees, but it's road Drew Brees at Carolina. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be a good Drew Brees. And those two guys combined are going to take the Donalds into the W. Yeah, I mean, lo- looking at the lineups, um, you know, I, I, I was actually going to touch on uh, road Drew Brees. Um, Carolina's defense is actually starting to play better, but they're still not at the level that they were last year. Le'Veon Bell, my, he might um, rush for 203 touchdowns against the Cleveland defense. Um, I, I cannot say anything positive about Cleveland other than um, – they won the NBA championship with LeBron James. Um, AJ Green against Buffalo, he might actually um, score more than the 19.4 points. Um, the Bills' secondary, yeah, the Bills' secondary has been really bad lately. Um, they gave up career games to Fitzpatrick earlier in the season, and last week, uh, or the last week that they played, rather, they got lit up in the secondary by a until then very hobbled um, Seattle passing attack. Um, Baldwin lit up the Patriots last week. He lit up the Bills the week before. Um, and it didn't show really in the stat line, but they were passing at will. Um, I, I expect that game maybe a shootout where that's going to definitely benefit Andy Dalton uh, for the Islam quarterback. Where I really see this as being key is I think Randall Cobb gets healthy against Washington. I said earlier, well, Washington is a really well-rounded team, but I think Randall Cobb has a way of getting open um, that... I don't think that they've necessarily seen yet outside of um, playing the Giants and Odell Beckham Jr. Um, just just with an ability to get open. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think really um, that game in Washington, that's going to be tough. But the they've been the Washington Wizards for a really long time. But Amy, now. you're still here? Yeah, like, where have you been? The Washington Bullets, they changed it because it was offensive. Oh. And they didn't want people to think there was violence. But no, no, we're no talking Scott Skiles the... is still running point for them, right? Oh, we're ta- No, we're talking about the Washington Redskins, which that name probably should be changed to. <laughs> Speaking of offensive <laughs> What names? is with Washington in the names? I don't know. But you, listen, John Wall is the point guard. You haven't even talked about him. <laughs> No, we haven't. You're right. I mean, come I don't, on. We don't have a... Would he fit in flex? <laughs> Look, the Wizards are struggling right now, but come on. John Wall and Bradley Beal are really good. You have to give Bradley Beal a chance to recover from the injury. Okay. We we will give him a chance to recover. Thank you, Amy, for chiming in. I mean, I'm gonna I pick, guess. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the Islam. <laughs> I, I guess. I guess. <laughs> All right, moving on to Tucker's Luck. Not so lucky last week. Taking on New York Fran Dogs, fresh off a one-game win winning streak. Again. Can he extend it to two? And uh, bad news for the Fran Dogs, the Jets are on a bye. <laughs> so is Denver, and so is San Diego. So some of his best players are on the pine right now. He's got a gaping hole at tight end, which he'll have to fill with the waiver wire, I think. Uh, defense on a bye, so if Andrew can fill in the rest of the lineup, he'll probably close the 16-point spread, except Tucker's Luck is also affected by the same bye, Forte on a bye, so we're going to look at his bench. Not Well, I guess Frank Gore probably comes off the pine and, and fills in the, the running back spot there. Um, the best player in this game, to me, 
and it's not a surprise, is Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. And the second best player in this game, and it might seem a little surprise, is Russell Wilson. And yeah. so for that reason, I think Tucker's luck is going to probably roll to a pretty comfortable victory. Uh, Eli Manning, I think, will get his in Chicago and probably can keep pace with Wilson. But I think they're being a little light predicting him with only 19. And uh, Jason Witten's going to be better than any tight end the Fran Dogs find on the wire. So sorry, Andrew. I, I'm rooting for you, buddy. But uh, I got to go with Tucker's luck. Yeah, um, I'm also going to go with Tucker's luck. Um, you know, I, I don't think, you know, Matt Forte has been serviceable, but I think Frank Gore is actually almost carrying the offense, not named Andrew Luck, um, for Indianapolis. Um, and, and really, I mean, you, you called it, um, Russell Wilson is having a resurgence. I don't know if it's he's finally healthy, but two back-to-back wins over the Bills and over the Patriots. Um, it last-second wins, I mean, really character-defining, and he picked up that team on his back and carried him because they cannot run the ball at all. So it is all on Russell Wilson. Um, that game is uh, is in Seattle, um, and that's a tough place to play, you know, uh, Seattle. Seattle has not had a team for a really long time. <laughs> what are you even talking about? This is 2016. We're talking is, about is the this, football. Really, what do you mean, you Sean Kemp, really com- Gary Payton? <sighs> Are you really coming after Russell Westbrook has already had a hard enough time. <laughs> Kevin Durant is at Golden State now. Are you really coming after Russell Westbrook? Russell Wilson. He's a, he's no, a quarterback. No, I heard you say Russell Westbrook. Okay. Well, Come I still on. think Tucker Tucker's luck is going to win on Russell Westbrook <laughs> at quarterback. My goodness. I mean, he's fast, but he doesn't play football. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can we move on? Uh, yeah, I wish you would. Wow. Moving then. Moving on. Uh, hopefully the monkey can shake it off from last week's loss and get a victory this week against Dixie Landing's Alligators, who are going to be a little bit depleted as their best player goes out on a bye with Julio Jones. Mm. Uh, equally on a bye is uh, Emmanuel Sanders and that Denver D. So both these teams a little bit uh, undermanned. And as I'm scanning down the lineups, uh, Hopkins, what else can I say this year? You're going to bring it up again? I think he's going to get shut out this week, okay? That's what I'm going to go with. Let's just pretend I'm predicting no catches for no yards. I will shoot for the reverse curse, and maybe he'll get like, you know, seven for 110 and a score. Uh, Because if he doesn't, I don't see a chance for the monkey this week. I really like Dixie Landing's... uh, Aaron Rodgers, the worse that defense gets, the better it is for him from a fantasy perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, I mean, look at last week. They were just getting shellacked. And he had every effort he could make to try to bring his team back into it. And it's going to lead to monster fantasy points. I like Delaney Walker's matchup against Indy. Indy is still looking. Maybe uh, some of those NBA players that Amy's mentioned could actually play in their secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Indy still can't stop the pass. And uh, Jarvis Landry, I think, could have a nice game out in L.A. So uh, I think it's going to be a little bit closer than the 21 line that they're calling. And actually, the website's calling it in Monkey's favor, but I'm going to go with the Dixie Landings Alligators. Yeah, I'm actually going to go with the Alligators, too. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers puts the team on his back again. Um, he, he's visibly frustrated, and I think he kind of called his teammates out. But, um, you know, Washington is a stout opponent. However, like you said, the more points the opponents score and the worse the defense does, the better for him. Because he's going to be throwing more and more. He also has no running game to speak of, so um, that's going to be good. And um, Delaney Walker really had a great game last week. I think that's going to keep rolling against Indianapolis. Look, 
Oh, Paul yeah. George. Paul George really does not need to be playing football. Come on. Look, he broke his. It's not been that long ago that he broke his leg. Do we really want guys out here committing obvious flagrant twos Amy. out on a grass field? What? What? It's football. It's not basketball. It's not. Said, it's. I don't know why. We, I don't even know how you got on here. <laughs> Look, I have the right to be here. All right. <laughs> okay. I have the right I to guess. be here. And and talk. Did you say? Did you say Indianapolis? Yeah. Versus Los Angeles. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You're gonna have flops everywhere. The Clippers are the Clippers are the worst. Chris Paul is the worst. And then you're and then on and then on the other side you've got you're trying to put Paul George out there playing football. This is really not smart for his leg. And Indiana already has enough trouble. They're you know, they they have bad record. They gave the seventy sixers their first win. Come on. Come on. How great a tight end would Blake Griffin be? Blake Griffin would be excellent <laughs> as a football Stupid. player. Now, I I know I mean he's a big sturdy guy. Sturdy. When a guy com- comes at him and commits a flagrant two, he doesn't just fold like a chair. He's he's a he's a sturdy built guy. So I guess I, he would be an okay. I mean, sturdy sturdy branches. Right? I, I, sturdy branches. He would be a perfectly good guest on. Oh my goodness! But I mean, I don't. I'm not going to sign off on Paul George playing your your pigskin cleat field game. I'm not going <laughs> to okay. sign off on that. I, I guess the the voice of the listener will be heard. So uh, thank you for your analysis, Amy. Get, Dean, what's the next game? I just you know Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates, some good college basketball players that made the transition. Absolutely. Uh, Snuggly Ducklings taking on Make It Pink in a game that the website predicts to be the closest of the week, albeit lineups still need a little bit of adjusting. Uh, let's just start right on the Make It Pink side. Uh, Marcus Mariota at Indy. I'm smelling 30 points. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cam Newton uh, battling that against New Orleans. Outside. I smell, an- I smell another 30. Yeah. <laughs> uh, New Orleans can't stop anybody, and, and Cam's again... Nope. They get they get down the goal line and you know you, you hope say if you had Jonathan Stewart as your fantasy running back he might get a goal line carry and then they have an ox at quarterback and he takes all the touchdowns. Uh, Demarco Murray taking on that Indy D, yeah that might be another twenty twenty five there versus Mark Ingram taking on that Carolina D. I don't think he's going to be that successful. Uh, they're predicting twelve three. That's probably pretty close to where he ends up if not lower. Uh, so this game's going to be won, not at the quarterback and running back spot, but I really think it's going to come down to the flex, and that's where Make It Pink makes it happen. Uh, yeah, Ezekiel Elliott. Yep. Just start there. I'm looking uh, right you know, there. <laughs> Sproles and Rogers on the other side. Let me peek at the bench. Is he going to bring... Eh, nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Snuggly Ducklings, she's probably not going to the bench for uh, any support there. No, uh, not really. Although, you know, this would be one of those spots where... Uh, Snuggly Ducklings probably wishes we had a two-quarterback league. Yes. Because, boy, Kirk, Kirk Cousins against Green Bay is going to be a tasty matchup, but you can't bench Cam. No. Well, maybe, maybe you can. I don't know. No, you can't. Uh, and on the make it pink side, you know, uh, Devontae Adams is a nice spot, uh, player to be able to sub in for Travis Benjamin being out. So up and down the lineup, uh, I think it's just a little bit stronger on the make it pink side. So I'm going to go with make it pink. Uh, I'm 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 going to go with the Snuggly Ducklings because i got to choose against you, and I guess I'm going to ask Amy what she thinks of Kenny Britt for L.A. going to Miami. 
or playing Miami at home, rather. I feel very strongly about players taking their talents to Miami. <laughs> I think it just creates a, a circus. I think they really yeah. need to have more respect for the team that they're with at the present. He'll probably go back in a couple years and try to win a championship there. But, I mean, when LeBron left Miami, it was just downhill from there. It was really unfair to Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. And, I mean, Chris sure, he won a like, championship. Chris like, serious problems. Yeah, those, poor, poor Chris Bosh. I feel bad. Poor, I mean, Chris Bosh. I mean, look at him now. Oh, he can't LeBron even LeBron broke him. LeBron broke him. It was the, the tears. Oh, the crying. Well, he's he's going to have to call Greg Oden and find out what to do next. Oh, my I, goodness. Th- ay, thank, ay, ay. thank you, Amy. That that helps me make my pick for the Ducklings, I guess. I mean, Dean, you, sound, you sound so sincere about it. I'm, I'm just, I'm defeated at this point. Well, you should have thought about that before. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, the heat is on in the next game with the Norwegian oil rigs. Uh, they're they're probably going to cruise to victory over Scott's Cruisers, and it's not anything that Scott's doing wrong, other than having Matt Ryan on a bye and Melvin Gordon on a bye. Yeah. That, that's a tough way to start up your lineup, uh, especially taking on a team that's as strong as the oil rigs. Brady at San Fran. <laughs> yep. When you got Brady at San Fran and the other side says Matt Ryan bye week, I'm not sure I need to scan the rest of the lineups. Uh, I, I don't get the website, though. Well, and the other problem with Scott Scooters, Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, the PEDs, they weren't working, buddy. And now you're out for fun. Nope. And you know, going back on the oil rig side, across from Alshon Jeffrey is Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. How are they predicting him for 17.2? Against Miami. Uh, probably, Against Miami. That's probably overstated. Yeah, no. Um, you know, the one thing that Cruisers can hang their hat on is they're probably stronger. Well, they are stronger at receiver. Beckham Jr. and Garcon is probably going to outscore Benjamin and Crowder, but it's just not going to be enough, not with the bye weeks going on. So I think the oil rigs roll to a pretty easy victory. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. Tom Brady threw his first interception of the season last week. Um, he's not going to be happy, and he's playing San Francisco. That's terrible. Um, I really think what's going to be uh, the only thing that might be a road bump for the oil rigs is the Panthers' defense is playing in New Orleans. And, Amy, what do you think about New Orleans? If they would just send some help for Anthony Davis, <laughs> a, a, a care package, send the, send the Navy. Send, Navy. You know, they, I'm sure they've got a port there, you know, close to New Orleans. They're right there on the water. Anyone. Can oh. anyone help? They were refused for the hardship exception this time around. Hopefully Drew Holiday is going to come back within the week to I don't help. know who any of these people are. I mean, oh God. Really? But, you know, <laughs> help, he needs somebody. Help, yes, just anybody. Wow. He, he needs help. So Amy New Mac- Orleans... Oh. Amy McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> and please, anyone... Wow. Anyone you can send. I, I can't. But listen, if Anthony Davis gets hurt again, he fell the other day. Everyone thought, oh my gosh, he's hurt his back. He says his back is still hurting him. I can't. I'm, same thing with Paul George. I can't sign off on letting these guys go on the, on the, the what is it, the gridiron, mm-hmm. astroturf, mm-hmm. cleat foot. I, I can't. <laughs> I like cleat foot. The cleat, cleat foot, foot. The cleat foot game. I can't do it. I can't That's... do it. Okay, thanks, Amy. What's what's it? Tell me that this is our last matchup that we have to do. You know, there is one game left. 
And it involves your music, Marauders. And it involves my Metroville Heroes. It does. It does. And uh, the website says I'm going to win by 37.2. Yep. And uh, my lineup have, is set. <laughs> as is mine. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go a different way. I'm going to spin this and try to find a way for you to win. Tyrod Taylor taking on Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, Eli Manning had a nice game against Cincinnati. Tyrod Taylor has that high floor that we've talked about in the past. Yep. I think he's going to use his feet. If he can rush for a couple scores or maybe run for one, throw for two, he could easily outscore Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Riddick, I think, could get the lion's share of the carries. Get that? And <laughs> Nice. He's <laughs> taking on Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville sort of a hot and cold type uh, team, and, and I think uh, Riddick catches him on the right week. He could easily outscore David Johnson, who's facing what could be, if they can ever find their souls again, a resurgent Minnesota defense. Yeah, Detroit, the first place team in that division. I like Edelman's matchup at San Fran, and I like Wood's matchup at Cincinnati at your wide receiver spot. Yeah. Uh, whereas Jordy Nelson faces a pretty tough Washington secondary, mm-hmm. and Evans going up against KC in KC. I don't understand how he's predicted to get nearly 20 points. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he, he is the number one receiver in fantasy right now, but I don't think... He had uh, a catch last week. Yeah, I, I, no, he had better than that. Uh, but not much better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was. He, he had, a, I think he had a catch in the first half. He finished like four for 66. Ooh. But, uh, I mean, that, that is not an Evans-like game, and it's, maybe they're thinking he can't be held down twice in a week, uh, twice in a row. I think he can. Right. Um, Thomas at Detroit versus Eifert at Buffalo. That Buffalo defense, they, they can scheme. They can take away Eifert. He is their no, second they can't. best. No, they can't. They cannot stop a Okay, I'm end. trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Eifert's going to surpass the 12 they're predicting him for. Yes, they will. Uh, Austin, it only takes one play for him to break loose, um, but LeGarrette Blount is at Sanford. Mm-hmm. They are now in the lost their will to live category. Mm-hmm. And Kenny Stills at LA, Stewart against New Orleans. Again, I think Stewart is not going to get the touchdowns because when they get close, Cam just takes it himself. So up and down the lineup, I think you dominate me. Um, but I'm going to pick myself. Okay. Well, I'm going to pick myself, and I'm going to do the exact <laughs> opposite. I'm going to say why the players will do worse than they're predicted. A, uh, yeah, I already said it. Evan's playing in Kansas City. He's not getting 19.9. Um, if you saw the Tennessee defense play against Green Bay, um, they kind of had their way with Green Bay, and Indianapolis's offense is not as good as Green Bay's. I don't see Andrew Luck getting 25.4. Tyler Eifert is going to score maybe 30 points, so we're just going to move on from that. Um, I, I think the Bills' defense has a real good possibility of getting double-digit points because the Cincinnati offense turns the ball over, and that's something that is really good for me. Um, and then, you know, just looking, uh, you know, I, I got to say, Julian Edelman, he started off slow. He ended up with a really good game um, last week. But again, Patriots in San Francisco. San Francisco. They're terrible. Um, I'm hoping that I can get the double dip. Tyrod Taylor, long touchdown passes to Robert Woods. Um, they're playing in Cincinnati. Um, you know, again, the Cincinnati defense is good. But when the Giants can move at will against them, yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. Um, you know, really, I don't think the Cardinals D outscores um, the Bills D. And it, it, that might be where, where, where I have a chance. Um, Cardinals are playing in Minnesota, like we said. And Minnesota just really, they, they can't find an offense. They have no identity on offense. Amy, what do you think about Minnesota? I mean, if you're looking for interceptions, I guess Zach Levine can jump really high. <laughs> slam, he's the slam dunk 
competition winner, which that was stolen from Aaron Gordon, so you could call that an interception. Okay, Aaron Gordon. Put that yeah, in. Thank I you. Didn't you watch the slam dunk competition? Don't you watch any of All-Star Weekend? Uh, I live All-Star Weekend, Amy. It's the only watchable part of the NBA in the regular season. <laughs> I take offense to that, sir. <laughs> I take great offense to that, sir. Oh, well, I will I mean, be watching the doing, games. You guys are doing this whole podcast about the NBA, but you guys keep mentioning these cities that don't even have teams. Oh. Is that? Are you guys talking about the D League or, or what's going on? Yes, we're talking about the D League. This is oh. a D League basketball podcast, fantasy football <laughs> Disney podcast show. Cleat foot game. <laughs> <laughs> that would really be hard. I see. I I really would. I would try to dissuade them from wearing cleats because that's going to really damage the wood of the playing floor, right? Yes. Yes. It. It would. I mean, think of all the refinishing. Gosh. Dean, are you going to be watching the games this week? I probably will. Uh, I'm trying to look at the calendar. You know, it's it's one of these uh, tree-before-turkey weekends, if you're so inclined. So we, we may start the early decorating. But uh, other than that, I will probably be following along, and I will hashtag B-A-B-F-F-L, or maybe hashtag Cleatfoot. But uh, either way, I'll, I'll try to do my best to get on the Twitters and, and talk to you during the uh, action on Sunday. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Hashtag Cleatfoot. <laughs> I'm broken. All right. Well, Paulie, uh, good luck to everyone else but you in week 11. And uh, win or lose, we will check in again next week. This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon.